Welcome to a tournament in a tea break. I'm Ros Sattar from Britwatch Sports. And Ricky Diamond with TennisBalls.com. And Hannah Wilkes from LiveTennis.com. Oh God, it's such a treat. My, my old <laughs> oppo is here. I'm actually beyond giddy. Um, so we are on day, I've run out of fingers and toes six. actually. Day, thank you very six. much. We're on day six of the ATP finals, the NITO ATP finals, not that you would actually know anything because we haven't seen anything hide nor hair of NITO all week. Um, however, we have a semi-final lineup. Um, I'm not sure that it's a semi-final lineup that people thought we were going to get, but nonetheless, we have in the, mor- in the morning, in the afternoon, Roger Federer versus Stefano Tsitsipas. And in the afternoon, evening, we have Dominic Team versus Alexander Zverev, who dispatched uh, hapless Medvedev um, with, it, with relative ease, actually, the defending champion. I think, he, uh, I think he sort of laid down his marker that, you know, this is his court, expletives and all. <laughs> yes, I mean, as, as we know, this is Sasha Zverev's effing court. And it, <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing. <laughs> As many other courts are also his effing court, but he seems to be particularly attached to this one. <laughs> and it, it may or may not be his effing time as well, you know, TBC. Yeah. yeah um, I was, un- I was, unconfirmed <laughs> reports it may be Sasha Zvara's effing time again. Okay. I was surprised he didn't bring out of this is my effing court kind of during the, during late in the second set when they were both kind of getting fired up. I thought he might bring it out, but mm. he, he didn't. Yeah, no. I think if it had gone three, we'd have seen yes, that for def- sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, and to be fair to, to Medvedev, he did actually start to look at, put a little bit more effort in the in the second set. It was a- oh, definitely. I mean, in that first set, the only thing that was in it was the, the early break. Yeah, the first, first game of the match. Pretty much. Yeah. And then, yeah, I definitely thought that I thought that when Medvedev saved that break point at four all in the second set, and Zverev then had to deal with like the combined disappointment of not breaking serve and the prospect of having to serve to stay in the set, I really thought Medvedev was gonna um, come back. And I, you know, he did try to exert some pressure because I think he actually won the first point of that game with like a big return, mm. like a very aggressive return, but just could not get any traction in Zverev's next two service games. I've, he, I've, he got a one, love 30 at one mm. point. I can't remember if that was at 5-4 sometime, and crucially at love 30, and then Zverev just hit bombs, which yeah. isn't really surprising because Zverev served at like 89% for the match, mm. or 80, had, 83% for the match. had love 30 when Zverev was serving for the first set, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So I he had, the, yeah, he had, he had, he had, a few looks, and the only time he did, Zverev just snuffed him out. My question is, like, in the tiebreak, the kind of thing that made the difference was the double fault from Medvedev, yeah. yeah, kind of late on. By which point he'd run out of challenges. Yep. And it did look like potentially that first serve on that double fault could have been, could well have it was been close, in. Yeah. You know? um, I didn't see if they actually showed on the replay the Hawkeye. I didn't no, see it, but I it was definitely see. close. But, but Zver- yeah. in that tiebreaker, Zverev had, in the span of three points, he had two shots that went off the back of the line. Yeah. One that Medvedev challenged in the middle of the point, and then the other that was just either a winner or an out shot, and it turned out to be off the back of the line. <laughs> yeah. Literally, they hit the same spot on the line. I mean, Zverev won both of them. Yeah, you, there's no there's no denying that the, that the guy's just going for his shots and, and, and all the rest of it. I mean, you know... 
I think it's, it's difficult to know if it's his time or not, effing or otherwise. Um, <laughs> I mean, if it is his time, it's definitely his effing time. <laughs> it's, just, it's just difficult to know because, you know, at the end, of, it, was, it was interesting. Somebody asked a question, um, it was an Avaldo question of, you know, we've got the world number one that got given his uh, super massive trophy and then he's gone out. Uh, and you've got Novak Djokovic, the world number two, who was chasing from the world number one and he's gone out. And you've only got one of the, the, the big three. Um, you know, how is this possible at the end of the year? But, you know, I feel sorry when they get questions like this because at the end of the day, you can only play the person that's the other side of the net and how they are at the other side of the net. It's not his fault that he put, it's not his fault that he put Nadal out. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think also we're kind of, Nadal, it was an amazing effort from Nadal to kind of make everybody think that he should be in the semi-finals. Like, right. you know, if you fast forward seven days ago when people yeah. were very skeptical whether he was going to play, whether he was going to play mm. multiple matches, you know, I... I certainly thought that he might pull out after losing that first match as Vera. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Most people did. Uh, the, the, I, don't, I don't think the surprise is that Nadal isn't in the semifinals. I think I'm, I'm going with Zverev here, who said this in his press conference just now, that the kind of big surprise is that Djokovic isn't yeah, in the semifinals. Yeah, for sure. For, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, no, I don't think any of us saw it coming. I mean, we, we talked about it yesterday that we thought that, yeah, I mean, everybody talked to, even federal fans, thought that it was nailed on that, that Djokovic would absolutely slaughter slaughter him. So the manner in which Djokovic lost was, was particularly jarring, I think, for want, of a, for want of a better word. And I think, actually, the... the as we as we mentioned before we came on air, <laughs> I'm doing sarcastic air quotes, but you can't see. Um, I didn't actually see teams match against Barrettini, but the kind of by all accounts that was very quite really quite a flat performance from mm. team. And then Djokovic's performance against Federer was so flat. I think if there is a kind of question mark above team's chances in the semi-finals tomorrow, it's did he peak too soon in this tournament? When we said that, is actually. he on the downslope, or does he? You know, has he? Is he going to, going to be able to regroup after that? Well, he's he's played two he's played two meaningful matches this week, and he's played amazing in both of them. But also, the only match that he didn't play well in was one that didn't matter to him. But, but you, yeah, Which exactly. Is probably not a coincidence. Right. So. No, <laughs> right. and, and yeah. the Austrian guys behind us um, have actually sort of said that he's 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 sick. But the the other thing that struck us oh, gosh, yeah, was that. when he got to the super semi final. You know, we were joking about. It. I'm super right, happy, yeah. but he fell to the fell to the floor. And, you know, as if he'd won the whole thing. And then when he came into press, he had an entourage that just gave him a rousing, like, round of applause. And we looked at each other and was like, Jesus, he's won at, like, the second round-robin match mm. of a week-long yeah. tournament. Yeah, the only time I've seen applause when someone walks into an interview room from media members is, like, final of the Grand Slam. Right. Yeah. So we were, like, kind of, you know, and I, I don't know, mentally has he checked out. Well, there'll be, a, you know, this match, this this team's Vera match has got the capability of either being a three set slugfest or it's going to be over awfully quickly I'm, I'm just still not done I'm, I'm just, and, I'm, but it, it could be over quickly both ways yeah because like yeah, team, yeah, yeah. team's team has peaked twice this week yeah. and Zverev's played terrible once and team's yeah. played terrible once and Zverev's peaked once or twice this week, so they've both well, been all I over mean, the place. Well, I mean, I think we, I think it's fair to say that Zverev's um, victory over Nadal was epic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in terms then, of his performance, Nadal yeah. also was horrible. Yeah, yeah Nadal yes, was horrible. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was, and he got he got better as we went on. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. I'm wondering because all I think all three of us would 
probably be inclined to pick Timo Vizvera. But then, as you say, with the question of is he sick, as yeah. reportedly he is ill with some kind of viral cold thing. Um, and then the question of what you say about that press conference, which I wasn't in, but his team applauding him into that, does make me think, like, has he already come here? Come what, has he already done what he's what he set out to do? To do? Well, he, he said right from the start, you know, that, um, you know, I'm so glad to have made it out of the group stages. It almost right. felt at that on that second one that that, that, that was his slam yeah. win. I mean, he made no secret coming in that his goal was the Just semifinals. To, yeah. And, and also, they're playing on a fast indoor hardcore, which, like, before teams had this run this team, fall. Team 2.0. Like, like Zverev would be a big favorite against team on a fast indoor hardcore, like, if this fall hadn't happened first. And yet, and yet their only previous indoor hardcore match was a win for team. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah 2017 Rotterdam, I think. Yeah. yeah. Let's, I mean, let's go I, back into... I have no memory of that match whatsoever, <laughs> right, so I have yeah. no idea They've played each other so many times on clay, it's hard to remember yeah. that one. <laughs> so let's look at um, Federer Tsitsipas then. Um, so that, that's going to kick us off in the, in the day's action. Uh, Federer's gotten better as he's gotten on. Tsitsipas has given his soul and is probably going to philosophize till kingdom come. I, I've got, I put Federer just because I think the experience of being here and coming through those kinds of round-robin matches and then, and then having to sort of play clutch will come into play. Well, there was no... I mean, there was no holding back from Tsitsipas today. There was no tactical conserving no. of energy no. emotional or physical or anything else and you know while that is well you can argue that that is definitely admirable and it certainly resulted in a very very entertaining match I do think that that has materially damaged his chances which I wouldn't have necessarily rated that high anyway just mm. because it feels like Federer is has kind of almost inadvertently kind of played this tournament perfectly where mm. he's kind of ramping up into into his best form at the right time. I think everybody wanted to see Federer and Nadal, including me, but honestly I think Sissi Pass Federer could be even better. Like I think on a fast indoor hardcore, especially given Nadal's current form, which is good but not great, Federer would have smoked him. And he might yeah. smoke Sissi Pass, but Sissi Pass has always loved playing the big three. Mm. He, he always gets up for it. So even though I'm picking Federer, I think it, I think it could be really good. And that's the thing. I mean, of the three debutants, none of them were. I mean, maybe Berrettini was probably the one that was a bit more starstruck, but everybody else was just like, "Screw you guys." But we're that's understandable. Like, Berrettini is kind of a tier below the other, yeah. the other guys at this point but in his career. But he's so cute. He is a little bit. I mean, he is. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, we got. Let's give him that. You know. Yeah. Little I mean, Matty Tiny Hat, as you, you called him. He's 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 contributed a lot to this tournament. <laughs> just by you know having his face on the posters, but uh, <laughs> if there if there you know if there was like an odd player out in this field, right. it was Verity. Yeah. I mean, um, he, he, he did he well. He was a bit dear in the headlights, but I'm not yeah. sure that if he hadn't if he hadn't been, that I don't know if it would have made that much difference to no. his tournament ultimately. Right. I mean, he did well to win a match. I feel like. Yeah. Even, Which, even though I mean, team was on his deathbed, it was kind of gifted to him. But still, yeah. I think I think Berrettini would take going one and two in this tournament. So, are we saying? Federer and team for the final not with confidence but yes <laughs> okay because uh, you're going to have to stick around for tomorrow I think I've argued myself now into thinking <laughs> that Zverev it might be a Federer-Zverev we got to have one different pick yeah. So. yeah just I don't know the kind of yeah I'm wondering if Zverev with 
all his kind of complexities um, at various events. I do really admire his kind of attitude and ambition when it comes to these kind of tournaments, you know. I think that he certainly came here intending to win it, believing that he could win it. Mm. I'm really not sure that team necessarily did. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I mean, my, my worry about team is, is the semi-final. Just reaching the semi-final was enough for him and, and, and I think mentally that's going to be a challenge, although I have picked team. And he's uh, just, in three. He's playing so high risk, high reward tennis. Well, it's is, just like how, how can yeah. you sustain it for three matches? The intensity I mean, it was and that match was on the kind of unreal. Away with the way that right. he played yeah, against yeah. Djokovic. Well, yeah. And Djokovic said it in his press conference like, you know, for him to be able to do that um, for three sets and not miss is, yeah, chapeau. That, yeah. that off to him. Um, I mean, fair play to, to Djokovic. He was completely out, out hammered. But yeah, it will be interesting. Without, I mean, yeah, without actually saying it, Djokovic basically was like, "Yeah, there's no way he can sustain this for the whole tournament," which, no. which might be true. In the nicest possible In way. In the nicest possible that way. That was a fluke. <laughs> but even, even then, to be honest with you, a Federer, Federer team or Federer Zverev final would still play to dare I say it, and I'm not going to use air quotes, but the changing of the guard narrative because they oh, are the ones that should be the next to take over. And either way. It, it's a rematch, either Federer team from Round Robin Group or Federer's Vera from yep. last year's somewhat controversial semifinal. Oh, yes. So either, either way, gate. it would be an interesting rematch. Yes. Ball boy gate. Remind me exactly what happened. So I just a have ball, a vision of Zverev A ball kid dropped, had, a, had the ball either yes, in his hand, and he dropped it. And Zverev spotted it. This was at like 4-4 in the second set yes. tiebreaker. Huge yeah. point. And Federer was in like complete control of the point. Yeah. And Zverev was completely and within his rights yes. to do it. The, pr- the problem was that like the fans didn't see the ball roll yeah, out. Yeah. So they didn't understand what was going on. But you had to feel with this ball boy when Federer comes over and goes, did you drop it? It's like such yeah. a dad thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, you dropped it. All yeah. right. I mean, you know. <laughs> you have visions of a bowl being dropped in it. Did you? Okay, you <laughs> dropped it. All right. I've not, you know, in the category of ball boys who've really fucked up. Sorry for swearing. <laughs> I forgot I forgot where I forgot who I was talking to. Um, you know, like the one who managed to scupper Victor Troikis. <gasps> Match point against Andy. Didn't Murray Victor, like, didn't Victor yeah. bury him under the court or I something? Mean, never seen again. Yeah. You know. Was it you? Theory. No, it was. Um, it was. Could have died of old age. It was uh, the French Open, because people were like, I'm sure there's a lump in the clay that that's that's the poor <laughs> boy that, that screwed it up. But oh, yes, maybe, yes, maybe yes. I just made it in the US no, no, Open no. in my head because it just. Um, no, no, no. I know exactly. There was something so grinding and miserable about that match <laughs> that seemed to fit with Murray in the US Open. But, but yeah. no, that yeah, definitely that that was. Um, <laughs> yeah, ball boy gate. I what I love for eternity is Annabelle Croft oh, telling gosh. the crowd she, off. Well, was she saved the day. Brilliant. It's like no, don't boo him. Oh, yeah. he, he was within the rules. Now shush. Yeah, she totally saved the day. She, she was, really she, did. She was actually, great. Because and to be, in all seriousness, Zverev was really affected by it. He actually oh, admitted yeah. when he came to press, he had to take a few moments to compose himself because a capacity crowd booing you for one of probably one of the best wins of your life oh, well, is, is, point, is yeah. awful and, um, and because he knew he was right yeah like he did nothing wrong like which which makes, makes it mean, even worse it, I feel it's like. interesting that it clearly hasn't kind of seemed to taint his relationship with this place in any way like he uh, certainly in his post match on court yeah. press not press conference interview Thing. He was talking about the atmosphere and the crowds, mm. and you know, like well, it doesn't seem to. It doesn't seem to. The day, I mean, the day after, like, was total redemption. I feel like because 
he beat Djokovic, which the and crowd Sam's always square. likes. I mean, and then, yes. and then Everybody, his, then his, that, then his post, his, his championship speech was really good. Yeah, because then they take the mic off him, and he was like, no, I haven't finished yet. It was like, like, well, first he, like, explained what happened, kind of, and then it was just, like, hilarious also. Yeah, he was so So, like, the crowd kind of turned back in his favor after that. But, I mean, there's a thing about it, like, he's, um, he's like that kid at college that, like, latches on meaning to everything. So, you know, he's, like, kind of, oh... Do you remember, like, Roger Federer had a word with him in, I think it was maybe the Australian Open, to try and sort of say, hey, don't worry, you know, you'll get, you'll get there. I was, you know, this age when I won my first slam. You know, you've got time. It's all right. You're going to get there. And he just kept holding on to it. And people kept asking Federer about it. He was like, well, it seems to be more of a thing for him than me. I just, I just wanted to cheer him up because he looked miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly the opposite of what just happened in his press conference just then. When he, the first, the first question in which I would find infuriating where I am, yeah. was about, you know, how much of this victory can you basically attribute to Federer and Adal's <laughs> words at the, at the Labour Cup? And also, when you I bear know, in mind that all it was like a steady flow of the invective. <laughs> I, I, I was impressed that he actually answered the question because normally when he gets asked a question that he's already been asked like 8,000 times, kind he, of us- he usually that, says that yeah. he doesn't even answer it. But he actually gave like in a fact, pretty decent answer fact, this he, time. The last two press conferences have actually been very good from him yeah. compared, to, compared to what we've seen before. But he does... He does strike me as like that kind of kid at, at uni that, you know, wh- whatever great night you've had, they'll just go on about it all the time as if it's like a, a life-defining moment. <laughs> so, so it's I know exactly the kid you're talking about as well. I didn't realise we both went to uni. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, but, yeah, so it's like this is a very special place for me. And I'm thinking, oh, you, are you, you know, you're, you're going to come back when you're like 50. And you'd be like, oh, I love this place. Well, yeah, when I went to the pub crawl in this place, it was great. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, hey, if that's what gets him through, then that's what gets him through. I mean, I do, I do think Zverev's whole, like, psychology is very interesting as someone who kind of more or less kind of grew up on the tour without yeah. before even turning uh, yeah, pro. Totally. Yeah. I, I think that he has kind of his own unique relationships with kind of... Uh, different tournaments and different things. I kind of feel like he maybe slightly values ATP tour events as a result of that, as opposed to... I'm not saying this is why he's traditionally performed better in ATP tour events and Grand Slams, but I think that he genuinely, like, the ATP finals are probably really meaningful to mm. him in a, in a way they might not be to other players. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been joking... I mean, is that mad? What no, 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 I've been joking about this, about Svitolina, but this there's a lot of parallels between the significance of a season-ending final for, an, I want to say also ran, but that's not fair. But do you know what I mean? Someone I mean, who hasn't excelled at the slams. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. you know, I can remember, like, so, I mean, I was saying that Medvedev is this year's, you know, first-time Svitolina because she had a miserable, miserable debut in Singapore, absolutely vile, and then came back the following year and was like, kind of, I'm going to prove all you haters wrong, and she actually did. Um, and it was brilliant. And it and it was never never more impressive than when she's got a point to prove. For, <laughs> for sure, and I love it. Um, and then she almost won it again this year too. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and I get I get a feeling, you know, he and we we often used to joke that Zverev and Svitolina were one and the same because they could win on the tour, but when it came to the slams, they just couldn't get it together. You know, um, I do remember once um, when we did a pr- predictions thing, Chris Otto's 
prediction for a shocker was Zverev and Svitolina will actually make the second week of a slam. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you can't have that. That's not that's not a thing. Oh, well, actually, maybe it is. So you know, it's 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 interesting. But th- this should be a, a pinnacle event. The fact that it actually pays less than all four of the slams and way less than the WTA finals is a whole other topic. <laughs> um, but okay, so we are in a. Well, we're in semi-agreement. You and I we say all, we, Federer. We all have Fed, and then it's two, two and one for team over Zverev. And it's only really just to be a bit different. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. hopefully you'll No, be no, I'm sticking with Zverev. Sasha Zverev for the win. For the win, all right. It's his effing time. <laughs> Excellent. Well, hopefully you'll join us tomorrow. Uh, it's your last day that you can I join mean, us I mean, I definitely will join you tomorrow if it turns out that it's very possible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll be back for more psychological insights. <laughs> all right, well, as, as always, you've been listening to Ross Sutter. And Ricky Diamond. And Hannah Wilkes. Thank you for listening and goodbye.